The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Speaking of the red, we'll get into that in a second because the Cardinals are, uh, we're talking about that off the air here. Oh boy. Trouble brewing there. Uh, But the emails of the jokes that won't stop coming in. Brady, what's the difference between me and cancer? Dad didn't beat cancer. That's right, Brady. That's horrible. You people are horrible. The Dalai Lama emailed again and said, I went to the porn store and asked for eight, uh, an eight-year-old porn, and all I got was this DVD from 2015. <laughs> Dalai Lama's taking a beating. Uh, speaking of the red, before we get to the hot releases, another story has come out against the Arizona Cardinals as this uh, seemingly choreographed, remember where you heard it here? Right here. Months first. ago. You heard it first? Uh, this choreographed attempt to make the Bidwells disappear. Uh, I have my theories that it stems from the Sean Coogler firing back in November. And I've got a couple, got some sauces. Nothing concrete, but this is me putting pieces together. Uh, the the kind Coogler Bidwell situation has now moved on to a guy we used to know pretty well, uh, Ron Miniger. Now, who worked for the Cardinals for a while, he's released a statement now um, basically saying that he's warned Michael Bidwell in the past of uh, improper workplace behavior, uh, which has gone from, uh, what was it, Terry McDonough, who made specific allegations that Michael Bidwell made him use burner phones to talk to Steve Keim while Steve Keim was uh, suspended for a couple of DUIs. Uh, and he said that he halted a 2019 cultural assessment of the Cardinals organization. It was being conducted outside. Uh, and they made sure that they took a look at what was going on inside, and it wasn't good. Uh, largely uh, because of Bidwell. Well, now, Ron Miniger... And the Cardinals did fire back on that, the organization saying, no, we, we took that survey, and we actually have implemented some of the things that came out of the survey. Well, they did but some the of that. Point, the point was... The problem was they needed to do something to change in the first place that was so toxic that they brought in an outside source. Yes, and that's not how... And also, the survey was supposed to be an open-ended deal. Yeah. It kind of made it... Conceal. Ron Miniger, who, by the way, we used to do stuff with, when the Cardinals used to be on our AM station, we had a lot of ties with them, and Miniger was always... Great to us. Yeah. I always liked Ron. He was so nice, and I'd run into him every once in a while, and he was always just super engaging. He's the one who let me do Jilly's numerous times. Yeah, yeah. I did the uh, pregame show with him. Uh, Not with him, but he he was um, an integral part of me doing the pregame early on when I was here at KUPD. And he wrote, you are not, to Michael Bidwell, you are not the man I met (laughs) back in 2000. You used to smile and laugh a lot. used to be fun to be around. You were excited about the future and what it means to the organization. You worked your ass off. 
and you started to see the fruits of your labor. In the next paragraph, it says, I acknowledge that you've had to deal with a ton of issues in the past year, but you come to work angry every day. You talk down to everyone, and you've become arrogant and condescending. You need to get credit for everything when things are going well and point the finger when we are struggling. They're they're coming after the Bidwells in a big way. And when was that written to this? I, I don't know the date. Um, I think he just released it, actually. Because it, it, it's interesting to... If there was a date on that, that was a few years ago of, you know, when his his dad was finally out of the picture yeah. and it became his team. Yeah. You wonder if things changed up then. It, it would be hard not to. Yeah. Miniger actually said I he's confirming the other statements. It says until recently we didn't have a clue how our employees felt about working here. We've created an environment that eliminates barriers to success and motivates people. I. It is damning towards the Bidwells, and I, it feels well, to I'm me. Well, I have to say too, from your experience, oh, that awful. you just know in the office. It was one awful. thing is you could never say anything bad about the organization nope. or anything that's going on, and it was no. I I, I was removed. Doomed. I was removed from the pregame show for being a voice of reason for a team that I think won four or five games that year, and I was the voice of the fan. But they wanted the fan to be upbeat and fun and all this. And I was, like, telling it like it was, and they got mad at me. And and imagine being in the office as an employee. Right. And here's the other thing. Got mad at me and then didn't pay me because they didn't like – after eight weeks, they were like, no, we're not giving you any money. I'm like, well, wait a minute. I've already shown up for the job. So you pay me for what I've done. Yeah. You don't have to like me, but you're paying for what I've done. And then they claimed they did pay me, showed me a check with a forged name on the back of it. And said, so we did pay you. And I'm like, I didn't, that's not me. And you go to my bank account, it's not in there. And it was nothing. It was such a, and I remember talking to Eric Hill, who was on the pregame with me, about how poorly the players were treated. They used to have to buy shoes from the team. They couldn't just get shoe contracts. He had a shoe contract with Reebok. He'd try to give it to the other players that didn't have deals, and they'd charge him. And he's like, man, it's a different animal down here. So they've created a monster. Dan and Bosch. Oh, Kyle didn't. Yeah, he didn't have a whole Johnson, Al Johnson. Al they couldn't all have wait all the, to leave All the here. players that you would meet and run into said yeah. it just was, you know, I think the main theme was it was such a tight organization. Yeah. Didn't spend any money. Well, and Al was here the year they went to the Super Bowl. And he ended up off that team. But yeah. the uh, it feels to me that they're setting the bases up for a hammer. Like they're getting all their ducks in a row to say this. You know, it's like when you're trying to fire someone and you got to go, all right, here's like three or four pieces of paper before we actually nail you. Something's coming. Which would be a tough one for the NFL because they also, in a way, I guess it's pride of the fact that this is a three-generation-owned heritage family in the league. It's not pretty. And you don't want to see that happening because, you know, organizations always pride themselves on – Longevity again, and being a family. and It's a successful organization. Could it be more successful? You're in the fifth largest city in America. You've kind of made a little noise, but not crazy. You don't have, nobody travels for Cardinal games. You don't have a huge fan base here, really. When you look at the games that are here, it's half and half still. They've never really, they've it's, not done a great job. It's definitely improved. Oh, it's better. The stadium did yeah. the job. The stadium yeah. was what the big turn was. But, man, it's a. Uh, Something brewing over in Cardinal Town. How um, it'd be interesting to see how different it would be if none of this Kyler Murray situation happened. Well, and the Kingsbury, mm-hmm. you know, like if they came off losing in the 
second or third round in the NFC. Oh, they were in the playoffs? Championships. Yeah. yeah. Would people be let more tolerant of bad behavior? Yeah. Well, would he have bad behavior if they were right. winning? Right. Would any of this come out? Right. Yeah, I don't know. But it is what it is, so there's not a whole lot of what ifs. This is where we sit. And it, I don't, man, this has stunk to me since November. I think this team has, I think there is a target on the Bidwell family from inside the organization. This is a Caesar coup. This is a, the people inside are saying we've got to, the head of the beast has to go. That's what this has felt like to me from the little pieces of inside stuff I know. And I don't know a lot, but the little things I know, I'm like, man, this sounds like a coup. And it's starting to, the other thing you want to read out that way. Is people refuting that former employees or or players coming out and saying, Never had greatest guy, yeah. uh, right. greatest family I ever worked for. They were, they it took is. care of me, and you're not hearing any of that right now. I know it's new into it, but right. Well, yeah, and it's, you're going to need again, that stuff. When it's a coup, it feels very strange that it's like where is everybody in support? And it's usually they've taken care of them. Yeah, they're like we're going after this guy. It's strange. You're you're going after the king, so you better not miss. That's basically what that is because everybody else falls in this case. We'll see. It's like our own succession. It is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Did you watch Sunday? I did. Oh, and I understand that. Oh, I can't talk to you. <laughs> okay. Darn it. All right. We'll get okay, the hot releases out. But yeah, Cardinal fans, I'm sorry you're going to have to deal with something. But it, I, my guess is, if you're asking me, my nose smells out some blood here. And this is not going to end well. Or it will end great. And finally, you'll be rid of the Bidwells. And you get a Matt Ishbia situation where it seems like a guy who really cares and gets it takes over a franchise that's never really met its full potential. Maybe. Or you get something worse, like a Daniel Snyder comes rolling in. Who knows? Uh, we'll do the hot releases. They're coming up next. It's 98. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric's Family BBQ.com.